ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Welcome to our aunties, comedian Irvi Majumdar and ABC Newcastle Drive presenter Paul Culliver. Hello, my dear aunties. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hello. Very well. Now, before we jump in, Irvi, a bit of establishment question for you. Is staying with family overseas something that you've done before? Yes, it is. And this question is really relevant. I feel like um, I went traveling, backpacking in India with my two friends in uh, 2014 and staying with my family there was actually amazing and a really good way for them to experience the culture. Um, we didn't stay there with them the whole time, but I've definitely stayed there all the time. Okay. I mean, all right. So that's a pre- pretty usual thing. Yeah. Paul, have you done the whole backpacking around Europe thing? I did the move to London and lived there for a little while and an older cousin who was very much established in London ended up being uh, a lifesaver when I was able to stay with him for a, a period of time and maybe mm. slightly longer than he wanted me to. So there's, there's a whole other story there. <laughs> oh, it's good that family can come in clutch like that. Okay, so here is this story sent in from Nicola. And Nicola says, My son is heading to Europe for his first trip away on his own. My brother lives in Europe and I had taken it for granted that my son would visit him and be able to stay for a few days. My brother initially said that he might be able to, but sounded very reluctant. (laughs) He does live in a pretty small house and has had his de facto partner's 26-year-old son sleeping on their couch for almost a year. A situation that I know is wearing pretty thin. Okay, let's stop, collaborate, and listen, okay? Paul, just so far, no, no solving yet, but what's jumping out to you here? I just, the word reluctance, I just, I, I'm like, I want to run away. I just want to, you know, I, just, I don't want to push the, you know, I don't want to push the envelope. Okay. If, if there's if reluctance, I'm like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So Paul's sensing that. Irvi, how about you? Is this, how's yeah. this landing with you? I think it's not the best condition to start with because they've already had a 26-year-old on their couch for a year, which would be pretty annoying. Mm. Yeah, okay. So Nicola continues. Nicola says, I do understand that the prospect of yet another person staying in the house would not fill him with joy. (laughs) However, this is his nephew. We have not lived in the same country since my kids were born, and he's only met them a couple of times. This is his first opportunity to actually be an uncle and do something for his nephew, as well as get to know him a bit. I think that I was a pretty great aunt when his daughter was born. I babysat on many occasions so that he and his partner at the time could go out. I would go to their place and clean the whole house while they were out, as I knew having a young baby was tough. And when my niece was older, I would have her over for sleepovers. I continued to stay in touch with her as she was growing up, sending postcards and birthday presents. My brother has not interacted with my kids at all. Irvi, this is a very interesting scenario that Nicola (laughs) has sent to us, and it's obviously a very important context to her, right? Mm. Does she have a right to be annoyed? I think she does, and it's from my family are Indian, for example, and there's like a very um, there's a sense of duty that you just have people at your house. Like when I go to India, um, my family would be offended if I didn't stay with them. Um, whereas my auntie who lives in New York, she does have a really small apartment, and one time I said I'd go and visit, and she was like, "I'll find you some other accommodation." So I just think it's different values, and unfortunately, getting annoyed won't help. It won't help him see the problem. I think only a discussion would. Mm, okay. Well, let's let's pause that for a second because I want to get Paul's take. What are you hearing, Paul, in Nicola's description there? 
does anyone really owe anyone anything? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> That's I don't know. Your past labours, is that really? Can you really put that on the on the ledger and say, hey, you know, this is how I want to cash it in later? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, that is what Nicola's doing and, and that is a very interesting um, context that she has provided. But there is still more. So let us let us continue. Nicola goes on to say, I feel really hurt that he would put his partner's son up for a year but be reluctant to offer my son a place to stay for even a few days. I don't know how to say this without upsetting him and making him feel even more resentful about having my son stay. However, I am also feeling sad about telling my son that his uncle doesn't have room for him. Any advice appreciated? Okay. There's a lot of feelings in here. (laughs) And Paul, as you noted, there was sort of a recitation of, you know, past deeds done and a bit of a quid Mm. pro quo feeling going on. Mm. I mean... Practically speaking, Irvi, we acknowledge up top that there's not much space for Nicola's son to stay. So mm. um, it's just like assessing the space to stay to begin with. And we take out all of the other context. Yeah. Is this sounding like a, a comfortable, good place for the son to stay? No. And it is interesting that she says at the end that um, the son, she has to explain to the son that um, his uncle doesn't. I don't know how old the son is. I'm not presuming anything. Old but I don't to go know. backpacking independently. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, if, 20s, I was, maybe, yeah. if I was that old, I probably wouldn't care that much. But um, I don't know their son, so maybe he will. But also, I wouldn't want to stay if my, um, if my uncle really didn't want me there. It just creates this, like, awkward... Um, scenario for me to stay there anyway. Right. So, Paul, we've picked up a a lot of information about the relationship or possibly lack of connection between this uh, nephew and this uncle. I mean, how much of a factor is that? Yeah, well, that's the thing. The son doesn't have a relationship with the uncle, so what's he going to care ultimately whether he stays with the uncle or not? This sounds like it's the anxiety of the mother way more. And then we talked about all the feelings in this. These are the mother's feelings. We don't know how the son feels. He might be like, Mum, I don't care. I don't know this guy. I just want to go backpacking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then there's also the factor, there's a few perspectives of, I think that are we don't know about and there's the son but also the the de facto partner mm. um, I mean we are purely speculating here Irvi but how much do you think we need to factor in the silent influence of the de facto partner yeah I think it's a lot and I think it's hard because she um, the person who's written in um, they obviously have like the nuclear family that was originally there but then once you move on and create new families that's a whole different scenario and a de facto partner's son is pretty much you know a stepson who's been staying so it does kind of make sense that they've made room for that and probably don't want another young person Mm -hmm. around. Let's dig into that comparison aspect of of what Nicola has put in which is a big contribution compared to what her brother has put in to Mm. being a, a figure in her son's life. I mean even if you do live far apart there are ways to be parts of people's lives right but what do you think about the usefulness of the comparison that Nicola is raising certainly she has a lot of feelings about it but uh is it about that Mm, I I feel like unfortunately it is like this sometimes in society and I'm not trying to be too basic about it but men and women and the way that they take care of their families like I have even friends of my age who do so much more than their brothers and it's not that the brothers don't are intentionally being hurtful it's just that they don't even think about it because that's how we raise men sometimes um so no I'm not trying to king a jab but I just it kind of screams to me of like yeah women just do so much more and are more considerate of their families sometimes yeah and uh, Paul let's talk a little bit about that kind of sibling dynamic there how do you see the 
is playing into the kind of overarching lens that Nicola's is viewing this scenario from. I mean, the way I read it, Nicola kind of seems to be minimising the importance of the relationship between her brother, <laughs> the uncle, and the de facto or the de facto partner's son, um, because I don't think she necessarily has insight into what that relationship is like. I think kind of saying that an, it's almost like she's implying that nephew, you know, blood relative is more important mm. than this son of your partner and I think that's obviously uh, obviously they live together so it's naturally more intimate relationship or more or close relationship mm. um, and so the idea of it's, it's almost like reading between the lines she's like turf out the 26 year old <laughs> he's not even your real son yeah. and take my nephew in and I, I don't know if that's a fair like thing to request that sub yeah. in sub out approach mm. so like if we were to just counsel Nicola for a bit because there's obviously some hurt feelings going mm. on here that need to be addressed and I think you know from her perspective she probably does feel quite hurt, you know. This is her son who's going away and she sees it as an opportunity to make a connection. Um, If you could now, you know, offer some advice to Nicola about how to, because I don't know, I feel like forcing this situation Mm. is not going to help things either. How would you have a chat with Nicola about how to kind of manage feelings and expectations around this, Irvi? Um, I think uh, I would, if it was me, I would probably um, organise a different place for my son to stay um, or, you know, um, just so that it's not all contingent on this working out. Um, And then I would just honestly just have a chat to my brother. And I know it can be difficult, but at least there's not. Yeah, if you've already organised a place for your son to stay, then you can just have that conversation and get to air your feelings a little bit. Paul, I mean, do how much do we have to take into consideration this um, young nephew slash son's feelings and role and all of that? Could he be feeling a bit uncomfortable kind of, you know, being this almost wedge right now between the brother and the sister? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about going over to Europe and being a backpacker is about discovering yourself, about being independent. I'm sure he saved up a bit of money. Let him go do that. Uh, I think having that conversation uh, is probably going to be more of a benefit to the mother's <laughs> concerns. And I think the son probably doesn't want to be thrust into an awkward family situation, as we've already talked about. Um, so I think just letting him go and spread his wings rather than say, hey, I want to, I want to like, abseil you into an awkward <laughs> family situation. That's your first experience of going out in the world on your own. That's probably not the best way to approach it. And there might be some nice ways for the son and the uncle to get to know each other totally. while they're in the same place. Uh, what yeah. do you think that they could do, which is like, a, a, you know, a, a bit more of an accessible point than just being like, hello, I don't know you, here I am to stay in your house. What could they do instead? I just think it's um, it's kind of like when you move out of home and then when you catch up with your parents, it's like a better relationship because um, you don't, you're not forced into it. Um, just like, I don't know, create, I mean, it's Europe. I'm sure there's a lot of fun things to do, just some activities that they could do together Spend in the day. Spend a day out, yeah. have a meal together. Yeah, exactly. So, Paul, what is your final thought on what Nicola should do in this situation? Yeah, I would not press the situation at all. I think I would I would emotionally prepare my son to like have like to reach out himself, I think, to mm. to the uncle, I think making that connection. I don't I think set the son up with, you know, the expectation that maybe this isn't going to happen, this this place to stay. 
but open the door for yes. him to form a relationship with the uncle. Have the relationship first and maybe second time around on another trip or like down the track, there is that opportunity to to stay together yeah. and, and make that connection. So I think there are some ways to build that connection between the uncle and the son uh, and your son, Nicola. Good luck to you. Thank you so much for sharing. And I really appreciate my aunties, ABC mm-hmm. Newcastle Drive presenter Paul Culliver and comedian Irvi Majumder. You can see Irvi live on stage in her new stand-up comedy show, Burnt, which is touring a Australia from March until May. ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more.